Hello, Hello and, and welcome, welcome to Drug Mythology. Mythology. I'm your co-host, Krista Hunsaker. And I'm your co-host, Christian Madonna. Hello, hello. Hello, and welcome to Drunk Mythology. Um, our episode is going to be a cryptid of Maryland. Yes, we're back in cryptid country. That's right. Our it's, own backyard. It's close to fall-ish, and everyone could use a good cryptid right about now. Yeah, every, everyone, and it's the dog days of summer, so what better than a dog cryptid? <laughs> a dog-like cryptid. Uh, but before we get into the episode, we want to say thanks, you guys, for supporting us on our Kofi. Um, you can find on our website, drunkmythology.com. Um, I think our Kofi is also like drunkmythology.kofi. Something like Something that. Something like that. Um, but yeah, uh, we really appreciate the support. Yeah, real shout out to everyone who's uh, started supporting us. And, you know, thanks to everyone who's listening. We're ready to jump into the episode. Yeah, so, like Christian alluded, it's the dog days of summer and it's a dog deweo afternoon. That's right. We are talking about the Dwayo of uh, Frederick County. Yeah, Gambrel State Park specifically. He's got a very small territory, this cryptid. Yeah, you know, some of them are real specific. Some of some cryptids only have like a stretch of a road. Brave road beast. <laughs> some of them just have but, a bridge. Just between forty second and thirty fourth is my cryptid territory. It's like the Marvel breakdown in New York. It's like okay, okay, but um, <laughs> all right, well, Jessica Jones and like all these others are sharing Hell's Kitchen. Spider Man's got Queens. Hell's Kitchen isn't even a borough. At least Spider Man has all of Queens. Why don't one of them just take Staten Island? No, no they no. only have those like three streets. That's I know it. nobody wants it, but don't you want to be known as New Jersey's superhero? <laughs> it's like four heroes for three streets. They all got to share. <laughs> I don't even think the Punisher's in New York, from New York. <laughs> what is he doing here? <laughs> I, I, mean, I don't think he's from Florida like the other movie, but maybe. He was in Tampa. Oh. <laughs> was he Magic Mike? Like, is that the crossover here? Was he Scarface? No. Well, Scarface is Miami. Yeah, that's true. But no, I don't know. He's just killing John Travolta. Wow. Huh. I, I have never seen that movie. Yeah. Yeah, well, that's good to know. I'm not missing much. Well, anyway, we're talking about the dog Dueyo, the cryptid. The Dueyo, the cryptid. And yeah, it's a Dueyo, you know, from the English for Dueyo. Yeah, so we're going to get into that. But this all starts, as most of our local cryptids do, in a newspaper article. Specifically, the Frederick County News Post. That's why you've got a public news special... Private newspapers, but small pub, private newspaper, small town newspapers, they're a national treasure. You really gotta support them because they're putting out monster shit. Yeah, like Star. <laughs> no. And the Inquirer. I, those aren't public. Those are or those aren't private. <laughs> no, those are both private. But those are not small town. That's the word they're I keep. National. Going. They're national. This is literally the National Inquirer. <laughs> it's not like it's the San Antonio Gazette or something. Mm. So this one. Ran with the headline, Unknown Animal Battled by Anonymous Gladiator, which is really quite a gripping headline. What was the newspaper? It was the News Post. Oh, the Frederick News Post. Yeah, it was just called the News News hyphen Post. You, can, you know you can trust that. Mm-hmm. And so this first um, story broke, and it was reported by a man named John Becker from Fern Rock Road. He claims he was attacked by a black six-foot-tall monster with feet like a dog and a big bushy tail, which kind of sounds delightful to me, actually. 
Yeah, well, it, it, you know, six foot. It's not like a six foot tall dog, though. It stands on hind legs. Oh yeah, it's not like a dog that has six foot tall legs. <laughs> it's not Clifford the big black dog. <laughs> and this is this is one of those. That's right. It's one of those um, black dog episodes, right? Like that's like such a thing. Oh yeah, you know, you've got Carpenter supernatural, serious black, the Grim. Yep, yep. Led Zeppelin, all of them saying, you know, black dog. Yeah, it's a, it's thing. a thing. So this guy stands on two legs, and he looks, for all intents and purposes, like a dog, except for the fact that he's bipedal, right? Yeah, so don't think anthropomorphic, werewolf-like. No, no, think a dog. Kind of like a, like a trick show dog. Actually, think like a Great Dane. It's just it's just black, but, you know, black fur. But it's a Great Dane standing up on the hind legs. It's, it's imposing. Yeah, it's big. Think <laughs> six feet tall standing on four legs. So kind of like a werewolf, I guess. Um, so they labeled the creature a deweo for, like, some reason. Because well, I, I don't know if it's, like, a werewolf, because I, I, it never talked about it having claws, so it probably had, like, doggy, do, little doggy front paws I instead mean, of arms. dogs to... have claws. Yeah, well, it doesn't have oh, thumbs. Oh, it doesn't have thumbs? Yeah. yeah. Okay, that's, that's the, that's the kicker, really. You're right. Does it have thumbs or Dogs not? do have claws. That's a thing. Yeah. And, and the six-pack. I feel like werewolves all have to have a six-pack. They have to be just ripped. Yeah, Van Helsing has taught me that. Oh, yeah. Um, so they label this creature a dueo, which is odd because that word didn't exist until this point, so he just sort of, like, made it up, I it's, guess. It's not like he heard it from somewhere. It's, it's not, not like, like it's some sort of ancient word or, like, another creature from another culture. It's no. not like it's been transported from another culture or it's like, ooh, German folklore myths have brought... Like, the Snollygoster was, you know, from... Uh, this, this word for, like, spirit things. I don't know. Go listen to that episode. We tell you. Um, this was bullshit. We made it up. It was yeah. like, oh, I didn't know what to call it. I thought, do- I thought Big Doggy was, it took away the severity of the situation. Yeah, just a bit. Or a dog who stands on two legs. And it's not a werewolf, because I've seen werewolves. I, it wasn't that. Could be. That's what John Becker was saying. Right. Well, here's the thing. Not only was the word dueo made up, but people, like, the police couldn't find evidence of a John Becker in the area. And they also couldn't locate a Fern Rock Road. Like, they just couldn't find it. So, responses said that John Becker was getting into the holiday spirits that takes place around Christmas, like, in December, a little too soon, and if he had been fighting anything, he was hitting the bottle more than anything else, which I think is a very clever, clever insult. Oh, both of them were, because, yeah, getting into the holiday spirits, you know. Yeah, yeah. However, since they sort of, like, debunked it, the sensational headlines still came. No, and... that's not going to stop local news from just, like, what other news are they going to report? Right, so this headline read... Goldman, Mothman... <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, right. All sort of around the same time. This all takes place about 1965. So, so we didn't say, but yeah, this is in this is in summer, winter, winter. This is in the uh, winter of '65. Mm-hmm. You were young, barely alive. Sorry, so was long. <laughs> so, <laughs> one of the headlines read: "The Dueo monster is still running loose." With a subtitle: "Boy sees them everywhere." Nailed it. Which, like, <laughs> they went back and found that this witness was a four-year-old boy. Oh, no, he says in the in the news article, he yeah. says, he, four-year-old boy says. Yeah. And um, who said that he saw the Dueo all the time and when asked about it, gestured to, like, everything, like, just went... He just waved his arms and was like, 
everywhere. Yeah, which I kind of love this as a narrative where, like, one, this boy is, like, Haley Joel Osment in The Sixth Sense, and he can just see Dueos everywhere. Two, this boy is a werewolf finder general. And three, that means that, like, a bunch of people in their neighborhood are werewolves, and that is a great setup for an episode or a movie. Oh! Oh, you see, I totally just saw this as the kid, as the kid was just nonchalantly, like, it's fucking everywhere, man. I see dogs every day. <laughs> <laughs> I see dogs every day, man. Yeah. What? They're ev- I'm, I'm looking at one right now. <laughs> no, I like to believe this kid has like some sort of weird werewolf vision that he can see like skinwalkers in disguise. That would be oh. a cool a cool character uh, character trait. Or he's just got glasses on where like in a corner of him is a, is a, is a black dog. And it's the glasses. There's just glasses that have a... It's like... Yeah, it's like a smudge. It's like the Reebok running dog, like, (laughs) just printed on the glasses, and he's just like, dogs are everywhere, and they're just hauling ass, man. Just always, everywhere to my left, about 11 o'clock, there's always a dog. So residents began calling the newspaper to ask if it was true, and if they should cancel their trip to Frederick County was one woman's legitimate question. She was like, my family are going to go into this area, and I hear the talk that there's some sort of, like, dog beast. Um, if that's not taken care of, I don't want to go visit there. And you can't interrupt tourism. I'll haul my ass to Montgomery County. I don't know. I hear Frederick's pretty nice. I haven't been. So most were brushed off as tomfoolery, but... One hunter recounted his own tale from the woods around Middleton. While out hunting, his dogs chased something unidentifiable in the woods. He saw it was black, and he didn't think too much of it, calling it maybe a dog or even a bear. Or a dog bear pig. Yeah, (laughs) or a dog bear. (laughs) He saw a tanuki. So, after reading up on the Dueo account, shrugged that he wasn't sure that it wasn't a Dueo. It was... Of course it was. It the dogs were, were sparring with Dwayo the Rock Johnson. <laughs> was it back in his wrestling days when he was uh, the heel? Was he ever the heel? I don't know. No, but that, with those eyebrows, that face, oh, oh, we always cheered him on. No, I, mean, he was, I he, think he was the heel. Oh, no, he, was, he just had a huge personality. He was great. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, Dwayo the Dog Johnson. Dwayo the Dog Johnson was Dwayo punching the dog, out. The it keeps going. It, it just keeps going. Um, so he later recounted that the strange beast trotted like a horse, not ran like a bear or a dog that he knew. Um, so the huntsman proclaimed that he planned to search for the Dueo that week. Could you he was ima- like, it could have been. Could you imagine a bear trotting like a horse? That's a show bear. A show bear. Yeah, I know. It drinks just... beer, too, and rides a tricycle. Oh, it doesn't just ride a tricycle. Can, like, do the... Um... The hurdles or whatever. Oh, it looked like you were like doing like push-ups. Like, oh, this, oh, this bear can de- this bear can lift. But no, that's not the question. I mean, he's doing like the trick pony shit. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The uh, the hur- the jumps. Yeah, I know you want to call them hurdles too. I don't. I'm no equestrian. I don't. I've never been on a horse or a bear. I'd be more interested in the second one. He does a canter. Yeah, canters, <laughs> saunters. So, newspaper artist Ed Moles even drew up the Dueo in the Frederick News Post, like I mentioned before. Yeah, it was like, um, you know, what the eyewitness sketches. or uh, He's like a, a sketch artist for the police. No, he's a newspaper illustrator. Was he a cartoonist? Sort of. They were kind of the same thing. Um, so, yeah. It's like the family circus. Oh, yeah, I drew a Dueo in the background of this one. He's the boy who sees him everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's who little Glenn is. So, (laughs) 
this article was actually placed centrally on the front page, so it was breaking front page news. For like weeks, they didn't have a lot of news going on in the Frederick News Post. Right, so around 9 p.m. What was even <laughs> happening in 60, 1965? We're just lucky this isn't a Red Scare thing right now. I mean, Goatman stuff, Mothman stuff, maybe? Yeah. Um, what else? Snollygaster stuff? Yeah. Yeah, so around 9 p.m. on December 1st, 1965, the Frederick Police Department responded to a report. Apparently, a man had a DeWeo locked in his basement. It's not all he had. <laughs> locked in his basement? Yeah, the children, um... No, he had a goat band, a Sasquatch, and a Bigfoot. Oh. <laughs> they walked into a basement. But up <laughs> Puts the lotion on its skin, DeWeo. So, he had a DeWeo locked in his basement, which is, like, a terrifying sort of plot for a movie, I think. But he said that he found it a year ago, which also, like, why didn't you go to the police? I guess you are now, but, you know, wanted to give it a year, see how it went. One year Trial ago period. today, December f- four, 1st, 1964, I locked a DeWeo in my basement. I, I forgot about it until just now. I, I had stuff to do. I had to finish my Christmas shopping, so I forgot about it until, well, until now. <laughs> yeah, Facebook reminded him with the, the flashback. Um, but he said that this one was smaller, maybe a baby. He was like, it's not six feet tall. So when the police arrived at the address, the man at the address was confused as he had not made the call. I got no Doyle. I don't even got a basement. I'm not even real. <laughs> 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 and then he phased out of existence. Yeah. The police were like... Damn, they got us again. The ghost people have got us again. Damn ghost calling dispatch. <laughs> Brigadoon! <laughs> so, that was that. Um, a South Mon- Mountain woman... I almost went to Montana. A South Mountain woman called the Frederick News Post. Is South Mountain like a town here or something? Or is she just a f- I guess. fucking South... You know, you know South Mountain. It is just... South, South of, of North, North Mountain. <laughs> yeah. It is 30 miles from Cold Mountain. <laughs> um, she called the news post to report that she had she and her neighbors had been hearing the DeWeo for a while. This is a fucking dog. Uh, they said that it cried like a baby and then screamed like a woman for months. That's just a, that's just a single mother. That's just a dingo. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I guess that too. A, ding, a single mother dingo trying to raise her dinglets. In this crazy American life. Are they dinglets or dingles? <laughs> <laughs> Either way, they're adorable. Uh, so yeah, apparently there's some screaming banshee. No, okay. A screaming... Ch- she was just complaining about neighbors. A screaming child, a screaming woman. A woman screaming at the child, and the child screaming back. There is actually that thing. Um, and there was a Supernatural episode about it, and I should have wrote down its name. But it's actually like a hyena that cries like a baby and mimics voices to bring people out into the into the wild, and that kills them. Oh, uh, yeah, that's... I'm like, oh, this is kind of similar. That's some good, scary monster shit. Yeah, and banshees cry like women, and they scream, and then you're going to die. The point is, like, you know, it depends on where you are, but if you hear a scream, it's all right, too late. Dwayo's going to get you. Yep. <laughs> so a lot of people thought it might be a bear or just some sort of big dog. You know, the rolling consensus that even the hunter who was like, well, it might have been a dwayo now that I know those exist, but I think it was a bear or a dog. Right. Dog bear. <laughs> and that's the thing is like a bear can stand up on its hind legs, right? So Don't if they you, just... If you have like a bear with mange, it kind of looks like a werewolf. Or, you know, I've heard of black bears with black fur. Yeah, Totally. That, 
stand, stand six, up, <laughs> stand six feet tall, and our and our local fauna to the region. Yeah. <laughs> um, they another popular theory was that there was a rabid Irish wolfhound that well, was on the loose. Well, this one was a couple, you know, some some like twelve year olds because, guys, this myth, this folklore does not just involve adults. The whole family's getting involved. Yeah, a four-year-old kid, for one. Yeah, so a couple couple 12-year-olds think Stranger Things, kids. Um, or probably more Stand By Me. Uh, it's 1965. They, they, they solved it. They figured it was a rabid Irish wolfhound, guys. Case closed. They're, they're children, and they're like, I don't think Dwayne's are real. I think it's an Irish wolfhound. You know who also looks like a rabid Irish wolfhound? 12-year-olds? No. Uh, Remus Lupin from Harry Potter in the third one. Oh, is that what? Oh, I I was just gonna go with Sirius Black for going Harry Potter. No, he actually looks like a dog. Remus Lupin was all like gross and like looked like a rabid wolfhound with mange. Isn't a wolfhound just a dog? It is, but it's a very like big and wiry dog. It's got wiry hair. No, it is wiry. Oh, it's cute. Yeah, I mean Sirius looks like the dog, but yeah, it's, it's Benji. Sort of, yeah. No, <laughs> <laughs> different dog. Okay, so one day... Same dog, different breed. <laughs> same dog, different breed. Um, one day a man called the paper to confirm the existence of Fern Rock Road. He didn't know a John Becker, but Fern Rock Road was a dirt road, like off the main one. Yeah, it was a real dirt road, you know, like Old Town Road. Yeah, <laughs> gonna ride your horse till you can't ride no more. Gonna ride your dueo till you can't ride no more. So by December 4th, writer George May wrote that there was a connection that, quote, Dueo could be a modern Snallygaster. Now, George May is, like, the leading writer of all of these, you know. We got ourselves a... Yeah, he writes for the Post. We got ourselves a, sna- a Snallygaster type. And he, he affirmed that it was a story told and published and made more sensationalized by the eyewitness reports and built upon the legend. It's literally like he's writing how I did it. Yeah, this is exactly what happened. Mm-hmm. This, he, his newspaper sensationalized it. Right. So on December 7th, 1965, the News Post, however, received a letter from John Becker. At least it was claiming to be from him, saying he was writing under a pseudonym for fear of ridicule, and that was why no John Becker could be found. Oh, it was a pseudonym. He didn't want the Dwayos to know he knows. But also he couldn't go with John Smith because that's a bit too obvious, you know? No, John Smith's his real name. That's a pseudonym there's too for many his... of them. <laughs> that's a pseudonym for his mistress. John Becker is a pseudonym for his Dwayo mistress. John Becker is a dueo. Case closed. Case closed. Um, in this letter, Becker supposed a search and hunting party to form, quote, before it hurts someone. Because this thing hasn't actually done any real scary besides, like, just being around. It's literally done less than a rabid Irish wolfhound. Right. So it's it's not like it's, like, walking up to people and, like, going... Came to the wrong neighborhood, man. He's not even doing none of that none Jersey Devil nonsense. I guess he is screaming and wailing and crying like a baby for months. That's pretty public, like, public disorderly conduct. Yeah. Disturbing the peace. I don't... Watching ladies pee, probably. I don't know. You're not gonna do a search party for a shitty neighbor with a child. <laughs> well, unless they go missing. But, I mean, if you know where they are. Well, I guess they don't, they don't know where they are. Right, and so there wasn't actually, like, a date or anything really set up, but it was like, oh, yeah, Wednesday, let's all meet up. Um, So same day, uh, George May reported that he saw some teens gathered in a truck wearing helmets and waving some machetes around and were possibly hunting dueos. Oh, you never trust trust a bunch of teenage teenage boys wearing helmets, waving machetes. Where did they get the machetes? 
Probably Ace Hardware. I don't know. <laughs> Home Depot may have existed by that. I don't know. <laughs> but, like, you see a, teen, a truck full of teens, like, waving machetes and playing war in 1965, and you're like, they're probably hunting Dueos, right? That's that's your standard Dueo hunting behavior. I just want to be out of their way because there's a hurricane coming. Of machetes. Of machete-wielding teenage boys. <laughs> and hormones. Oh, God. Run! This is far more dangerous than a dueo. <laughs> it really is. Uh, so George May's final report came on December 16th, 1965. A day that will live in not infamy. Right. Um, and also at this point, like, the, the excitement for the dueo had subsided Probably due to last-minute Christmas shopping, like, you know, how most cryptid stories tend to, like, die down around the holidays. Well, also... People are like, oh, shit, it's the 16th, I gotta get some presents. Also, nothing had happened. Yeah, they just saw them. Like, nothing real had happened. And every report had been, like... I saw something that was probably Dueo. They were incredible eyewitnesses. Yeah, four-year-olds and children and... Hey, don't don't diss on the four-year-old that can see Dueos in every passerby. All right. He's on to something. Werewolves in your town. Beware. Wolves. Oh. <laughs> They're wolves. Where? Everywhere, <laughs> wolves. Gestures wildly. Everywhere. He's like, they're not... Guys, they're not werewolves. They're everywhere, wolves. <laughs> so, yeah, this has sort of, like, died down by this point. Um, and well, yeah. through it all, May took sort of a speculative joy in publicizing these reports and at times basking in the jokes and theories as opposed to the other guy who was, like, reporting on the Stanley Gaster. May was, like, more more into, like, the making fun of it, I guess. I think it's because... Well, the... Uh, I, uh, I forget his name, but... Um, the person who wrote about the Stanley Gaster was the person who was making it up. Like, they were embellishing and really reveling in mm. it. And also, they, they were more of a writer than they were a serious journalist. May wanted himself to... to wanted to be a journalist, and he was not the creator of the Dueo. Yeah, but he was certainly the one who put it out and pushed it most by republicizing and, like, taking into account all these stories. I mean, like, it could have been. For sure. And he's using his real name and all this stuff. Um, but he's also, like, ta- poking fun at it and being like, I'm writing about this, but I, I don't really believe in it. Don't make me the Dueo guy. I'm not. I'm smarter than that. Yeah, so we talk about how sensationalized monsters... Um, are, like, such a thing here, and it's true. Uh, and quoted by folklorist Richard Dorson, uh, he says, We yarn about, identify with, hunt for, depict, extol, and chuckle over these critters. We engage in hoaxes, pranks, tall tales, and tomfoolery with our legendary creatures. As opposed to, like, you know, other cultures and histories where, yeah, when they got they got a legendary monster, people were like, yeah, you don't fucking go in the woods. Us, we're like, ah, everybody, we're hunting Dueos. That's <laughs> all right, boys. Dueos back on the menu. It's very true. We're very quick to grab our pitchforks. Our, our <laughs> guns. It's because we all have guns, and back then they were in medieval times, or, you know, Edo, Japan, and they didn't have guns. <laughs> Instead, we have, well, mostly we have, like, rednecks and pioneers. And a lot of it is through print media and print journalism as opposed to, like, told in an oral tradition and, like, has a cultural significance of, like, oh, this is something that, like, you don't go into the woods because there's werewolves. You don't go into the woods because you'll get lost and die because of real wolves. Also, a lot of these are happening um, in sort of, like, the post-war, you know, the 50s and 60s times where, really, we're get- we have 
widespread radio and streetlights and cars versus like, it's the 1800s and you're a fur trapper and a fucking Wendigo. Like, you're not going anywhere all winter. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> These are like bored people in West Virginia and Maryland because... And the car culture of how there's a lot of like sightings now, right? Not so much like first person I interacted with this thing or this thing killed something of mine. It's I saw it while I was driving or while yeah. I was out. Wouldn't want me and my best gal were meeting over a make-out point to do a little Wingo <laughs> Boingo. Very much so. <laughs> like exactly, our Man episode. Exactly like that. This dwells the same way. Right. You usually don't see the Dwayo unless you just finished fornicating in a Ford Bronco somewhere. Or peeing. Well, after you finished fornicating. <laughs> so, like you said, it all sort of happens around the same time of, like, um, sort of post-war, but we were in the Cold War during this time. So George May signed off his final reports with the usual air of lightheartedness, saying, No one knows if there is a Dwayo, but if there is, as soon as the Russians hear about it, they will claim it that they had it first. Which I think is just delightful. Don't you know, Laika the space dog has Dwayo blood. <laughs> <laughs> it's great Dwayo ancestry. <laughs> the Dwayo is a Russian dog and it will be here to eat you capitalist pigs. <laughs> so yeah, that's our own Maryland sort of kind of werewolf black dog myth. Yeah, that's that's a local myth and every dog has his day and today is the dog Dwayo. Dwayo. Dwayo's come, and we're gonna sign off. And we're going home. Good night, everybody. Bye.